0: what's up guys i am justin and i'm jordan and welcome (laughs) good start and welcome to another video game podcast
1: a podcast where like so many others we talk about video games
0: but we're better we're the better ones we're we're better we're better even though our concept is based off of Having yet another video game podcast, <laughs> we are better.
1: Yeah, we're the best that have ever walked the podcast land, hands down.
0: So the way the podcast is going to work is uh Jordan and I have very different game preferences. I am uh, a RPG a fantasy kind of guy, uh, story based, and Jordan is more of a first person shooter competitive type of guy. Um, And so every episode, we're going to go back and forth and go between the different genres um, and maybe even have some guests that have expertise in genres that we do not know about.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely.
0: And what are we talking about today, Jordan? Oh
1: my God. We're talking about the best, the biggest, the brightest that gaming (laughs) has to offer. (laughs) Uh, We are talking about Call of Duty.
0: Call of Duty.
1: Absolutely, man. I'm so stoked for this. We've been talking about doing this for what, a month?
0: About a month, yeah. I've yeah. talked about doing podcasts with other people and me and Jordan just kind of like, yeah, we're gonna actually do this.
1: Yeah, we're gonna full send it.
0: Full send it.
1: Full <laughs> fucking send.
0: Full send. Uh, anyways, <laughs> uh, so let's start uh, with, so Call of Duty, obviously first-person shooter, probably the biggest first-person shooter out there what when did you get into call of duty
1: so i've been playing cod for a long time um i initially really got into cod um during world at war so that would have been what the first cod that was on the ps3
0: was no oh, no maybe
1: maybe modern warfare was the first cod on the ps3
0: is this before black ops 1 yes this is before
1: black ops 1.
0: whoa
1: i know i know that's intense yeah yep world at war was it was a violent game i think i don't remember any call of duties being as gruesome as world at war was like since since then
0: what's well, was it, was it the blood or was it like the actual moves or cuz like i mean i watched the i we play cold war together mm-hmm. and w- the the finishing moves on that are pretty brutal but like is it yeah. from just like a, a everything before world at war kind of standpoint or
1: no like what what really made it so gory was that like when you shot somebody's arm you shot their arm off or oh. like when when a bouncing Betty would go off, it would blow people in half. Like their legs would go one way, their body would go the other. It was it was an intense game. It was an intense game.
0: I wish that was around now. That'd yeah, be cool.
1: Um, and I mean we can't talk about World at War if we're not going to mention the start of zombies. I mean, yeah, that I mean, that's... started. Do you know how that started, Justin?
0: I don't know.
1: Yeah, so. They didn't talk about it at all. They didn't mention it in any like promotions for the game. Nobody knew it was coming. What it was, was at the end of the campaign in World at War, post-credits, and if you just skipped the credits, I think it just took you straight into this. You just spawned into the first ever Zombies map. It was called Notch Durum Toten. Um, with no explanation, you had no idea what was going on. And it was, I remember as like a fucking 12 year old, I was terrified. I had no idea what was happening. Um,
0: that sounds insane.
1: Yeah. And I think it was like an afterthought for that game. It was just supposed to be like a little Easter egg and people fucking loved it. People went crazy for it. And so they came out with four more maps, one for each DLC for that game, and I feel like it's been around ever since.
0: Well, wasn't there a time, like, it was fairly recent, where they, they didn't do zombies, they did, like, an alien thing or something like that? Yeah, there was, in Call of Duty
1: Ghosts, it was, like, an alien kind of infection, weird, and the levels were really weird. You had to, like, progress, like, through the level and travel through different parts of the map. Um, it was pretty fun, but it just, it wasn't zombies. I don't know how to say it other than that. You could upgrade abilities a lot and stuff like that, but it just wasn't
0: zombies. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. So, like, was the... Was it similar in terms of, like, weapon upgrades along the way and all that kind of stuff? Like, did it still have the core elements of zombies, or was it something completely different?
1: No, it was pretty different. I mean, there were quote-unquote rounds, and you can purchase... I remember you could, like, purchase better weapons as you progressed, but there Mm -hmm. was no perk machines that I can remember. There was no pack-a-punch. It was really different. You had, like, lots of boss fights... Um, and it was really hard to beat, despite... Like, you could beat it. I remember I beat a level a few times. But it it was pretty difficult. And you definitely needed a team. You couldn't do it solo.
0: Interesting. Yeah. And then they went back to zombies, because a lot of people hated it, I assume.
1: Well, yeah. i I think ghosts, in general, got a bad rap. I don't know... No, I know why. It's because... So, Ghosts and Advanced Warfare were the two Call of Duties that had Clan Wars in them. Now, I personally loved Clan Wars in Advanced Warfare, but um, for the casual player, it does kind of ruin the experience when you load into a game and you're facing a six-man team that's been playing together for, like, the whole day. And now, they have it on lock.
0: Clan Wars, is that like, is that like when, uh, is, is it more like For Honor, where there's like six, three different chapters and everyone has a team, or is it like actual grouped up clans?
1: I'm going to do my best to explain it. It's kind of complicated, but, so essentially you would join a clan, right, in, in COD. So you would just find a group of people that you enjoy to play with. It doesn't really matter. Um... Cool. And I think it would be, like, once a month or something like that, they would do clan wars. Um, and what that was is you would face off on a, against another clan through the Call of Duty app on your phone. And you would earn, I think it was, like, nodes. And the way you would earn these nodes is, like, it's like the first team to get 20 wins in Kill Confirmed secured that node. Um... And it's a long time ago, so you're stretching my memory here. But you secured those nodes, and once that happened, like, you locked them in, you got those points. Um, And for beating the other clan, you usually got some really cool weapon skins or operator Mm -hmm. skins or, you know, something to brag about. Um, and they were really fun. I remember not going to college classes <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to stay at home and play Clan Wars and Advanced Warfare. It was a blast.
0: That's interesting. And um, is it true that a lot of people weren't a huge fan of the, the futuristic settings of a lot of those? Because it, it, like I loved Titanfall, mm-hmm. so I loved the futuristic setting, but I never played the those games and so i heard it wasn't as much fun
1: so again i've always loved call of duty so i'm fucking biased (laughs) like I'm, (laughs) i'm not the best person to ask about this but um titanfall did it better halo did it better hell yeah they did the futuristic stuff better um not that it was bad. I mean, Black Ops 3 and Black Ops 2 were both set in the future. And I think Black Ops 4 was set in the future as well, even though Black Ops 4 had no story. But it
0: was like a, a not-so-distant future, you know? It
1: Well, not for Black Ops 2 and 3. That, Black those, Ops 2 was
0: not in the not-too-distant future.
1: That's true. I think Black Ops 2 was supposed to be like 50 years in the future. And Black Ops 3 was like 100 years in the future. 50 years, you sure? Yeah, because it was Mason's son and he was like a full grown man,
0: huh? Yeah, all right, you can, you know, you can have a son, Andy. I don't think, I don't think Mason's son was 50 years old, uh, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, uh, I played Black Ops 2 um, mm-hmm. mainly through the campaign because again, I'm a story game player, yeah, um, and then I played black ops four because I like overwatch and similar to overwatch that had operator based abilities and stuff like that. And I kind of fell into it a little bit. I didn't get super into it. And then because of you, I'm now into cold war. Yeah. Um, so I'm not at I'm not nearly to the level of knowledge that you have, but I can hold my own when it comes to just cold war and Mm
1: -hmm. black
0: ops Two nostalgia. Um,
1: well, did you did you ever play the Black Ops 1 story?
0: I didn't play the story, but I played multiplayer.
1: You're missing out. Honestly, I think they're what how much are they on Steam? It's probably 20 bucks. I that no was the best That was the best story that Call of Duty had to offer. It was absolutely incredible.
0: Well, that leads to one of our main subjects here mm-hmm. is does Call of Duty need a story because when black ops 4 came out people were pissed that it did not have a story and everyone raved about the new modern warfare story which granted i started playing the modern warfare game and i started with the campaign and i got bored yeah Um, i didn't like it either and so it's the the repetition of the the multiplayer that got me hooked more mm-hmm. um and that's weird because i am a story gamer and so usually the story is the most important thing mm-hmm. but yeah for for me i i, I would have got cold war even if it didn't have a story because i haven't touched the campaign yet
1: yeah um uh you go first what do you think should call of duty have a story mode a campaign yes or no tell me your thoughts
0: yes but it should be a good story yeah. Like, what does I, that mean to you? More interesting individual characters. I'm really tired of either a they bring back a character like Woods or something yeah. and just be like, Oh, nostalgia. I remember Black Ops. Uh, either that, or I'm tired of the. I feel like the main character is always just a, such a vanilla, like, mm-hmm. white guy that. Is a soldier and a really good one. And it's, it, I don't know. There's like zero personality to it. But when you look back on previous ones like Black Ops 2 and stuff like that, like Black Ops 2 had my favorite villain in a Call of Duty game. I yeah. thought he was a very, very inter- – I can't remember his name right now, but yeah. very interesting personality and motives and stuff. Um, and uh, obviously going back to the most famous mission of all – call of duty which is no russian
1: i was literally googling that right now right no russian is has
0: probably one of the most impactful moments in a call of duty game
1: not not just in call of duty that moment changed the game rating system as a Mm. whole as a whole i mean the like, oh, man, what's it called? Like the ESRB or like whatever regulatory yeah. body that, um, um, what not ranks games, but you know what I'm trying to say. They it's yeah, like the, M or whatever. It's a rating. Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember like they almost didn't let that mission in, and when they did, they got so much flack.
0: Yeah, they it almost so became adults flack. only. And if it, yeah. it, if the game is adults only, then. There's no way it's gonna get sold because you can't. Most markets don't sell that.
1: Yeah, they don't. I mean, and it's not gonna be in GameStop. It's not gonna be in Best Buy. It's
0: not gonna be on Steam.
1: It's probably not even gonna be in like the fucking PlayStation Store. You know?
0: Right. Yeah. So, and I, I think the only way they were able to get out of it is by making it optional of if you act. If, for those of you who don't know what no Russian is, no Russian is where you go undercover. Um, with a, a group of terrorists and uh the reason it's called no Russian is because he looks at you right before you go into an airport, the leader of this terrorist group and says, remember, no Russian, meaning don't speak Russian. And uh you walk into I think it's an airport, right?
1: Yeah. Yep. You, you like it. you get off of an elevator right at airport security.
0: Yeah. So you you're at an airport and you all have machine guns and you just start mowing down all of these individuals, like civilians, civilians children.
1: children,
0: yeah, your parents, yeah, parents and stuff. And I don't think there were any kids. I think that uh, oh, that would yeah. have set it over the edge. But uh, the, I think that was so crazy, just because you you just started annihilating all these people, and that's mm-hmm. the mission, um, and obviously there's more plot to it and all that kind of stuff, but that was the main focus. Um, and they did eventually add, or they, they, what they did add to it was, you don't have to fire your gun at all during that mission. You don't have to be the one killing anyone. I'm not going to lie. I I butchered all of those motherfuckers.
1: (laughs) Nobody lived.
0: (laughs) And demonetized. Uh, um, but, uh, yeah you know, it was it was a very big deal, and i remember I wasn't even into Call of duty, and mm-hmm. I remember hearing about it all the time
1: yeah yeah it was it was wild dude mm-hmm. and so okay, going back to i'm i'm gonna take a stab at this question should story mode exist in cod um going back to that lately, the stories haven't been as good they really haven't
0: mm-hmm.
1: i mean m modern warfare story was confusing at best. I didn't even really know who my villain was the whole time. I wasn't really sure why I was doing the things that I was doing. Um, and cold war multi or cold war campaign. I've barely touched it. I've played like two missions and I just, I don't. So I, I say no because I just don't care anymore. Mm-hmm. That's not why I play cod. I play COD for multiplayer, and I play COD for zombies. In my opinion, their time and their money is much better spent focusing on what they're good at than trying to bring back something that they can't do anymore. I just don't see it as a good platform for, for a story. And going along with that, like... I don't even view COD as a game anymore. I view it as a as a service. It's a service that you pay for yearly. It's sixty bucks a year.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and to me, I don't need a story with that service. I just need really clean, good multiplayer. I need zombies and whatever the third game mode is, whether it be, um, whether it be like a war zone or a blackout or throwback all the way to. Oh, man, I think it was Modern Warfare Three that had this mode where it was kind of like zombies, but you were facing actual waves of computers, of like players that would get increasingly harder, and you could like load in with a team. I even liked that, and I was cool with that. I, I person, I don't need the story.
0: I think it's a, it's a, it's a difference of the question of should story mode exist. I think yes do i but the question of does call of duty need a story i don't think so i i think that you i cuz like i think that call of duty has made such a name for itself in the multiplayer community that you could take out the story mode permanently and yeah you'll have that faction of people that are really upset about it but i don't think it would be too bad. I, mean, I don't think they take a hit. I feel, mm-hmm. still think millions of people would buy it. Yeah. Um, and I do still think that the multiplayer could be pretty good. Um, and so should story mode exist? I think it should. I think it'd be cool to see more new stories, but I don't think it needs to.
1: You know, I had, I had an interesting thought and this leads us to another question. Um, that question is should call of duty be yearly now? I would say no. that, yeah, I would agree with you. <laughs> I would say that if if Call of Duty was not every year, then they should have a story mode. If Co- Call of Duty is every year and you need people cranking out these new games, I would prefer that all the people who are working on this story, like, fuck right off and just focus on multiplayer and zombies or whatever the third mode is
0: yeah i i I would agree because like that's a hundred percent right because they like i as a story-based player like assassin's creed started doing yearly releases like call of duty And and nobody cares anymore they got so bad and then eventually the outcry was like stop take a break make a good story was so large that they did and they came out with assassin's creed origins which was great which was fantastic
1: i played about half that game it was pretty good
0: yeah i loved that game and it just shows that it literally is you spend more time polishing something it's gonna turn out shinier yeah um it's not
1: rocket science
0: yeah, and so I I think for a multiplayer game you you can pop them out once per year. I think it's dumb, um, even on the multiplayer side, just because I was talking to you about this before when we were playing COD uh, in Cold War. Um, so let's say you know I cause let's say I was trying to get unlock all the skins for every one of the guns. Yep. By the time I got that purple prismatic skin for for getting every other Dark skin or whatever. Matter. Dark Matter, sorry. Um, As soon as I got that Dark Matter skin, the new COD would come out, and then I'd buy that new COD, and I'm like, oh, well, now I have to do everything again. I don't get to have the time to reap my rewards.
1: Yes, but that's where they got us by the balls. I mean, I agree with you. Would it be better that they didn't do it every year? Yes. From a business standpoint,
0: Oh, yeah, that's they, why they I,
1: have to. Yeah,
0: they're making tons of money. They, they have to is a strong word. They want to. Yeah. They want that money. But I'm pretty sure if they took a break, none of the, their giant money piles over at Activision would not run run the, out.
1: The safe that's in the bottom of the Pentagon is actually for Activision's fucking money. <laughs> yeah,
0: I think, I think I'm pretty sure half of Fort Knox is EA and the other half is Activision Blizzard.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> um, but overall, I think COD should not be every year. I think it should be every two years and i think they need to release a more polished game and i think cold war graphics are proof of that
0: yes they're terrible I, they're not yeah they're not up to par with no. it's next gen we're in next gen it in it, it honestly would have been fine in the previous gen mm-hmm. um it would have been pretty basic nothing crazy mm-hmm. but i cranked that gra- the graphics up to ultra and i'm not impressed no um, i'm it, not either and, like, if the story mode in, like, Modern Warfare, yeah, the lighting was really cool, but the graphics in themselves and the textures were I'm just like, eh, eh, eh whatever. Eh, uh, eh. Why? And I get it. It is very difficult to make the highest graphics ever on a multiplayer game. That's why especially a lot of MMOs.
1: Where, are yeah, especially where, like, frames per second really matters.
0: Yeah, and I get that, but it, it they could have made it look better. They
1: could have made it look a lot better. Now, I will say I've always liked um, the Black Ops and the Treyarch style of art where you get a lot more colors and things look a little bit more animated. I'm totally okay with that because here's the thing. I'm not trying to go fucking blind while I'm playing Modern Warfare. <laughs> Dude, I swear to God, I need like a telescope. When I played Modern Warfare, because I can't see shit. <laughs> Everything's gray or brown. Like I can't see yeah. anything. Now Cold Wars colors are great, but like the movement is so blurry, even with motion blur turned off, that it's it's hard to tell what I'm looking at. And I feel like the lighting is off too. I almost want all the shadows in the game to be gone. Like I think that was kind of what made Black ops one so much fun is there were like no shadows in that game, and so you could always see like everybody nobody could hide mm-hmm and i I really enjoy that because nobody likes a fucking camper
0: right <laughs> yeah it nobody likes a camper speaking of camping then I'm leaving Segway or I'm good at them okay. um speaking of camping, what is what in your opinion makes a good COD map? Because mm-hmm. there are maps that are camping central, and there are also maps that are sniper central. There are yeah. maps that are you can't succeed unless you have a submachine gun. Yes. And so, what? Let's start with what is your favorite map? We're going to talk about Cold War right now, just because yeah. it's just the just most it recent current. one. Yeah, keep it current. The most recent them. one. Yeah, I. <laughs> that's the main <laughs> reasons <for that. laughs> I know them um and uh so what's your favorite current cod map
1: so um that's a hard that's a hard question for me to answer if you've f- gun to my head, you forced me to pick out of the current cold war maps mind you this is february twenty first twenty twenty one so we don't know what maps have, are coming out in the future. Season one is just wrapping up. Um, if you forced me to pick right now, I would actually say Express. It just came out. Whoa. The games, I yeah, the games on that map are really sweaty. I'm not gonna lie, they're really sweaty. People go try hard on Express. But just the other day, I went on a 23 kill streak. I was two off from a nuke on Express. I was two. That's so hard to do on any other map. I mean, even Nuketown, which Nuketown's fun, don't get me wrong. Nuketown is great. But it's so close quarters that it makes streaking really difficult. It makes streaking really difficult. And then also the fact that streaks are participation trophies in this game. Don't get me fucking started on that, but I gun to my head I would probably say express. I think it's great. Now there's rumors rumors here that um firing range is gonna be appearing oh, yeah. in this game. And I will shit a brick. I'm calling into work. I'm not going. I'm sorry, Justin. You're gonna have to pick up my slack. For those that don't know, me and Justin work together um but (laughs) yeah if firing range comes i'm calling in sick i'm not going to work i am playing firing range cartel
0: is a poor man's firing range just saying
1: yeah you're right you're right cartel is a not as good version of firing range and i do like cartel but it's not firing range it's not firing range firing range firing range hands down i think is my favorite call of duty map of all time
0: Yeah. Now, going back to Express, though, what is it about the map that you think makes it so good?
1: Yeah. So, one, I do like the the fact that I feel like in Express, any gun is a good gun, depending on how you play the map. Mm -hmm. That being said, so, I mean, if you have a submachine gun, I would expect you to be running around the Info Center, running around the B-Flag, um, you know, kind of inside the train station a bit more, um, kind of going through the bridges, like the sky bridge, you know what I'm talking about? And yeah. like, yeah. Um, if you're running long range, great map for that too. It's a great map for ARs cause you have a lot of mid range engagements. I feel like the map is so vert- versatile that any gun can be a good gun on that map. And then I do like the fact that periodically a train comes through and it it forces players to pick a side. And it gives you a really good opportunity. Like if you're playing Dom, it gives you a really good opportunity to try to capture B when the train comes by. Because then you're basically cut off from one side of the map and you only generally have to watch two other directions if you're capping B and the train comes through. Um, and so I mean, all those reasons. I think Express currently is the best map in Cold War. That being said, I'm not counting the face-off maps. So like the three v three maps, which I'm a huge fan of in in Cold War. I love face-off. Um, but yeah.
0: Okay, gotcha. I I probably have to say my you? favorite is Nuketown um yeah. just because it has the most activity going on because mm-hmm. it's so close quarter i feel yeah. like i everything's constantly happening now it, it can get boring
1: after yeah. a little bit it can get a little repetitive
0: mm-hmm. um especially when you have those people that literally just run in a big circle on the outside edge of the map and run to the backyard of every of both houses yeah um which annoys me um that, that's probably the one I, I have the most fun in. I think that in terms of map design, my one of my favorites, no joke, is the Pines.
1: Pines.
0: Oh, the mall. The mall. Really? That's I, interesting. I didn't like it at first. I'm not a fan, but on go on. I, I think it's the same reason I like Miami. Um, I, I, yeah, Oops. I like Miami. I uh, up in my <laughs> <mouth>. <laughs> um, I like how big it is. Um, mm-hmm. And I I do think it's harder to run something like a submachine gun in those maps. Yeah. Um. But I like that you there are places that you can run to. There are places you can hide, and there are there's there's more options in terms of what you do. Mm-hmm. Um. Rather than like in Nuketown where it's just you gotta like oh someone shooting me I'm gonna run to the house. Well they know you went in the fucking house. There they, there's nowhere else you could have gone. But there are different passages. There's a lot of opportunity to flank people um, in the pines, and uh, I have a lot of fun specifically doing Dom because yeah. I, I I like when Dom is spread out more.
1: Dom's the best game mode, hands
0: down. I, I, woo, you're gonna, they're pretty sure people are gonna be like, no if TDM. Well, no, if you like if TDM, somebody... you basic.
1: Yeah. Fuck TDM. And if somebody tries to tell me that search and destroy is the best Call of Duty game mode, I will put both of my non-shaven nuts in and around their face. Don't tell me that. Don't tell me that. Jesus, This isn't... We're not playing Rainbow Six Siege. Let me fucking respawn. Dude, I will get heated. I hate search and destroy. Can't stand it.
0: Man, they, if, if this podcast takes off, the I'm never going to look at the comments section again. Uh,
1: <laughs> that was your first mistake, even looking at the comments section.
0: <laughs> I haven't yet. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know where to go from that. <laughs> it's just uh, I have so a question impressive. for you. I, yeah, okay. I, know,
1: I know. I'm an opinionated motherfucker um i have a question for you though okay um three lane versus non-three lane maps have you noticed that like only activision tends to do or sorry not activision only treyarch tends to do three lane maps where like infinity ward will abandon the three lane system and focus on maps that are more realistic and open what are your thoughts what do you prefer go
0: three lane map I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm i'm confused at what do you mean by lanes
1: yeah so um if you notice all of treyarch's maps or the majority of them have a right lane a center lane and a left lane
0: like in terms of like physically like a walkway yeah. Like yeah
1: yeah in terms of there's usually three options that you can pick from from your spawn on what direction you want to go
0: oh yeah
1: now that is very that that's something that Treyarch did. I'm a big fan of. That is not something that we generally see with Infinity War or Infinity War. This isn't fucking Avengers. Um what's it called?
0: <laughs> um
1: What what's the other studio called? Why can't I remember this right now? You have Treyarch and you have
0: don't ask me. Infinity I'm,
1: Ward, I'm I think Infinity that's
0: what it's called. Ward. Infinity Ward. Yeah, Infinity du, du, Ward. Du. Yeah,
1: Infinity Ward. That's what they're called. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So they they don't do three-lane systems and I'm not a fan. I think when you have a three-lane system for a map it forces engagements a lot better. I you're not getting sniped by some jerk off in the back of the map anymore. Um, yeah, I mean,
0: yeah, I, I, I don't think there's a situation where having less options is a bad thing in a video game. Um, mm-hmm. Like I want as many options uh, as I can, and that also leaves more opportunity to flank people from the other side and so what are you uh, saying are you saying
1: you like three lanes or you don't
0: yeah i like three the more lanes the better
1: okay 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 all right i could see that i mean i could i could argue that like five lanes might be too many because then you're lanes. constantly getting flanked
0: 12 lanes
1: we'll see then now we're getting into infinite warfare or infinity ward maps no Jesus i
0: want Christ. i want nuketown to be adjusted with twelve lanes
1: yeah well even nuketown is kind of a three lane map if yeah, a you you got
0: inside lane. the house and the left and right of the house
1: exactly exactly it's tech it's it's a tightly made three lane map
0: what it what would you do if they made nuketown a fire team map but they like like literally they made like nuke city
1: um
0: well they they
1: did have nuketown was in blackout so as part of like um the black ops 4 uh battle royale there Uh was a nuketown area where it wasn't it was like all of nuketown so you know how like when you're in the nuketown map you can kind of look around and there's a bunch of houses farther down the street Uh uh-huh yeah all of that was open in blackout
0: Oh, well, then yeah. they already did it.
1: Yeah, they they did kind of. It was okay. Blackout was kind of hit or miss for me. I enjoyed it. Um, I think Warzone is a little bit better.
0: Is there anything that Call of Duty does every year, like even since the beginning maybe, that you hate?
1: Um, give me a second. I'm trying to pick from the 18 options that are floating through my head right now. I can you mine while you do that. Um, well, I I think I have one. I yep. don't like melee weapons. Melee weapons should not be in COD. I don't even want a combat knife. If you're meleeing, you're, I think your only option should be to hit me with the butt of your gun. I do not think that like having Kali sticks in Warzone is fair. I don't think that being able to run around the map with a fucking katana... Is a good yeah, idea.
0: And, and they that oh God that bothers me when I see the katana because they hold it the same way as the combat knife, Dude. where they're they're holding it like where it's facing downward out of their hand, and they're only holding it one hand and sprinting with both arms flailing. And I'm like, that's that's katanas are heavy. Yeah.
1: It doesn't make. Uh, yeah, I'm not a fan. Go ahead. What were you gonna say?
0: I quick scoping. I think really? that the ability to quick scope is trash. And I get it. It's, it's not as you can the the devs. Did not go, let's do quick scoping. They said, Well, we need some auto aim for people with controllers at least just a little bit, but I think if you and I also hate the I hate the uh the no camping mindset that people have towards a lot of people if you're using a sniper rifle, you should be camped up in a corner. I
1: I do kind of agree with you a little bit, but what pisses me off is when someone is sitting in a corner with a fucking spaz 12, like with a full auto shotgun, like the street sweeper or some bullshit. Yeah, that's like
0: different. That. That's yeah. different because that's the, that's the guy that should be running through and bulldozing people. But like that, I get you don't want to camp that. Um, but I I don't like I don't like snipers. uh sprinting around and quickly. So you're gonna make
1: a lot of people mad
0: i know a lot of people quick scope and don't get me wrong if you quick scope i'm not like calling you out specifically i am i'm accepted i've accepted that it is a norm it's not going to go away and it's just a thing that i personally don't do it doesn't feel right to me mm-hmm. that doesn't mean i hate you for doing it it just i hate the that it was able to be a thing in the first place um and it, it takes some skill you know and i'm not saying that's like the easy way out i've tried quickscoping i suck at it i yeah. can't do it and it's, it's
1: your attitude might change once you get a little bit better at it
0: yeah when i'm just wrecking wrecking shop mm-hmm. no it's, it's just a thing of like i don't think it it feels right like i've gotten pretty good with like a submachine gun and stuff and i have a lot of fun with that and uh, if you're running around with like a burst rifle, like I can kind of get it more, but no, I don't think you should be sprinting around every which way into a tightly cramped area with a sniper rifle' uh, yeah. quick scoping everyone that's yeah. weird
1: no i I get that, and I think I would argue that if you're using a sniper rifle and you're using a controller, the auto aim should be turned down considerably. I mean, you still need it a little bit. But because then you're not using the sniper how you're supposed to. Like Make you're it like running Rainbow around using it as a aim. shotgun. Like
0: Rainbow Six Siege's auto aim on controllers was way really good because it's very small. It's very, yeah. very small amount. Um barely any auto aim. And yeah. you had to be good. Uh you, you the quick scoping was not an option in Rainbow Six Siege. Yeah. There were there were only a, f- a f- couple sniper based classes and if you were a sniper you were perched up outside way into a window there was no option to quick scope
1: yeah i could see that i could see that oh snap how are we doing on time what what is our time at
0: we're at forty minutes. We're at we forty time. minutes.
1: Okay, I'm Which, just trying to look 40? over our questions, and you know, yeah, well, you 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 tell me. Let's you you pick the next one here.
0: I want to pick the one I think would be the most fun. Okay, and people in the comments can tell us what they think as well. Does voice chat ruin <laughs> the game, or is it part of the package? So, me and Jordan have voice chat disabled when we get into a game because I really don't personally. Love uh, a 12 year old calling me the n word and saying that he fucked my mom. Um, <laughs> but there's a lot of people that do it. And I, do, do you think that toxicity in general is just like if you're buying COD, you're buying the toxicity? Or is it do you think that it, it ruins the game? So I
1: turn off voice chat when I'm playing in a party. However, there are some days when I get off of work and I need that 12-year-old to know what a piece of shit he is. <laughs> I I need him to know what I did to his mother. You know? And now granted I'm not I'm not the douchebag in the game lobby screaming the N-word. Those people that's not okay that behavior should be reported and you should be removed from the game. That being said, I think everything other than the n-word flies. All right. That's I, I mean that's just part of the fun. I mean, sometimes I load in a COD and I want to talk shit. It's it's a good way to let off steam. And it, people recognize too that like what's said in a COD lobby stays in a COD lobby.
0: Oh, uh, but the thing is, like, do you, like, it, so I agree that it's not like, a, oh, this ruins the game. I'm not saying I'm a, I'm above it and all that kind of stuff. It's like, I, I have it disabled all the time just because I'm more just, when I play COD, I'm playing COD to after work. And the COD playing itself is to de-stress. Mm, um, I get that. And uh, I don't really need someone to yell at me while I'm trying my best because I suck at the game. Um and, uh, uh, but I feel like the cod community's toxicity, specifically in the old black ops days, I think it was the most well recorded
1: <laughs> oh, yeah,
0: uh, and I think it gave gamers a bad rap. I do think that there was this misconception of gaming chat. Of just screaming, because that was back when like YouTube was kind of starting up, a little, like, starting to gain steam, and mm-hmm. uh, a lot of videos were coming out of like my brother prompts the keyboard and like stuff like that because of Call of Duty and people mm-hmm. screaming their heads off. And like I've gotten frustrated at the game. I've gotten very frustrated with at the game after you know if, if one person keeps killing me over and over. But I've never ever had the urge to break a keyboard, scream at the top of my lungs and tell someone I fucked their dad.
1: <laughs> well, okay. Here here's what I will say. Um I do encourage you don't break your keyboard. But when you've had a particularly rough day and Mariah's not home, give it a fucking whirl, dude. You'll I honestly some of the most therapeutic gaming I've ever done is cursing out some nine-year-old.
0: <laughs> You're painting <laughs> your good self-portrait here.
1: I dude, I am a fucking rat and I don't care. <laughs> Dude, I'm I'm 25 years old and I play Call of Duty almost every night. What do you? What kind of level? What kind of person do you think I am?
0: To put it in perspective, by the way, this guy's engaged. <laughs> like, <laughs> it, he's not just some lonely dude sitting in his mom's basement. This guy's engaged with a house and a career, and it's like <laughs> in a degree. He's getting his master's right now. It's like, <laughs> what is th- <laughs> Jesus? <laughs>
1: Oh uh, <laughs> man. Oh um, yeah. You. <laughs> I wouldn't en- I would encourage you to try it. Choose a, a per- when you've had a particularly rough day, Mariah's not home, and you just is need- my
0: wife, by the way.
1: Yes. Yeah. Um just just let it rip. Just give it a shot. You know, some dude who is pissed off and screamed at you about their cell phone at work say, we both work for that's why I said cell phones. Um some guy who screamed at you take it out on the eight year old. You notice how my, their ages are slowly going down throughout this podcast.
0: <laughs> but, but, by the way, I'm gonna cut out the, the the company. I'm gonna bleep it out. No joke. The company name. You're fine. You know, You're that's fine. I I think we can get in trouble for that.
1: Oh, true, 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 true. Good point. Good point. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Bad. So I yeah, it's a there's there's hopefully gonna be a bleep over that company name.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would encourage you to give it a shot. All
0: right, I'll I'll try it. I'll just be really bad at it. Like they'll, <laughs> I don't think I will be, but I, I I can definitely see just like a little kid be like, "I fucked your mom," and I'm just like, "Well, you're not being very nice." <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 I I I
1: filled your car up with gas.
0: What Wait. if you? Although Dang I didn't think of a way, I didn't think of a way that you can really mess with someone that says that you that you fucked. It's really messed up. But if someone says I fucked your mom, I would be like, Yeah, well, guess what? I fucked my mom too. How do you feel being tunnel buddies? <laughs> yeah, do you feel weird now?
1: Oh my god! Oh my god!
0: And I kissed your dad. <laughs> Double down and be like, Yeah, me too.
1: <laughs> all right all right all right um uh, <laughs> justin how would you feel about wrapping it up here i think we've kind of covered everything that we want to cover and i don't want to just aimlessly ramble i want this to be a clear-cut we still got like 15 minutes uh, 15 minutes 15 minutes oh no okay okay what else you got for me is any other
0: <laughs> like, other... I mean you're really done with this already. No. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> it's like my Bored. <laughs> um so we the one thing that we I don't think we really talked about is Warzone.
1: Ooh, okay. Warzone
0: is, is its own thing. It's its yeah. own game. Kind of like zombies is its own its, it's own a, monster. It's its
1: own, yeah, it's its own monster.
0: I know people that don't play COD multiplayer at all or the story. They only play Warzone. Yeah, yeah. Is it just better PUBG?
1: Yes, it is better PUBG hands down.
0: Is it? I mean PUB PUBG. I liked. I really did like PUBG, but it's mm-hmm. it's janky. It looks like a beta. The movement
1: um, is terrible in PUBG. Yeah, I've noticed. It's particularly yeah. bad.
0: And uh, if we're not even going to talk about the other one that starts with the F. Oh, uh, I have another thing.
1: Um, check the chat. We'll talk about this after Warzone.
0: Okay. Um, but, I, no, I definitely I, – it's taken on its own life. What, so explain to me what – I've heard this a lot on social media, and I'm going to get roasted for asking this. What's the gulag? <laughs> <laughs> what does that word mean?
1: Okay. Okay. So um... – I think isn't technically gulag like the Russian word for prison or something is along it? those lines. I, I I could be full of shit. Don't trust you me on a that one. Um, but so this is I think what makes Warzone particularly good, and what I think all battle royales now need. Um, the gulag is essentially an opportunity for you to bring yourself back into the game after you've died in a battle royale or in Warzone.
0: it's like so a you... 1v1 with someone else that mm-hmm. died
1: right yeah yep yep it's a 1v1 with somebody else that also died um, you guys have the same loadout so it's purely based on skill well and connection time but skill <laughs>
0: gulag a system of labor camps maintained in the soviet union from 1930 to 1955 in which many people died okay did not know that well that's cheery yeah that that brightens you up that brightens you up Uh, um so the go ahead i because other games have a similar system uh for respawning um like for a apex legends for example how? What, in, have you ever played Apex?
1: I have. I was not aware that they had a gulag system.
0: It's not a gulag system. It's a respawn system, though. So if you die and you're in a group, you, one of your group members can go to where you died and pick up what is called your card, I believe. Oh, uh, um, like... It, or your chip or something. And then you, there are multiple respawn locations where yeah. they take your card over to that station, and they have to stay alive and uh they only have so so much time to be able to pick up your card too yeah. so like fortnite has the same thing yeah so that yeah fort fortnite has it now i guess and so uh i haven't played fortnite and long, walk long, long time um but uh you know, apex uh is the first one that kind of had that and then fortnite right. did yeah. it um and it was kind of a big deal when apex did it they were like oh wow you can respawn in this game um and so the question is, do you think it should be on you to bring yourself back from the dead? Or do you think it should be on your team?
1: Um, I am a big fan of the Gulag. I think that because you can only go into the Gulag once in Warzone, which I think makes it really interesting. And the fact that your team can still revive you after you lose your Gulag, or if you win your Gulag, come back and die again. um, I think I think it's huge that they have a gulag system, especially because in battle royales and Fortnite has this problem, in, in, like it's super prevalent in Fortnite. But in battle royales in general, you lose about half of the lobby in the first quarter of the game. So. That being said, allowing those people, that half of the lobby that died in the first quarter of the game, the opportunity to come back, I think makes the, the whole Battle Royale experience a lot more intense and a lot more interesting. Um, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of the Gulag. Um, I'm a big fan of be, your team also being able to bring you back as well. But Gulag, I think, is here to stay, and I think most people would agree with me.
0: Interesting. Gotcha. So what was it that you wanted to say you said you put in the chat?
1: Oh, yeah, I put it in the uh, the podcast okay. chat. Okay. Um, but how can we talk about COD and not talk about skill-based matchmaking?
0: Yeah, so... That has fucked me more times <laughs> than anything else. Just because, like, if I'm playing by myself, I I've gotten you know best plays and I'm doing pretty good. And then when I play with Jordan, I'm just getting my taters mashed nonstop. <laughs> and you know, that's it, that has fucked me multiple times. Um And then you also told me that there's matchmaking for people that purchase things in the store. Now my question is. Are you sure? Just because when you explained it to me, you said they put you with other people that also buy things. That doesn't make sense to me from the business standpoint. I feel like they should put people that buy things to people Mm -hmm. that never buy anything. So those people that don't are more tempted. So here's here's what we know. We know
1: that last year in 2020, Activision filed a patent for a version of skill-based matchmaking – That matches people based on what gun they're using and whether or not they purchase skins. So let me try to explain this a little bit more in depth. Um, My name is Justin. I'm a piece of shit of a sniper. I can't fucking hit the side of a barn with a sniper rifle with a 25 times zoom scope on it. But I really, really, really want to get better at sniping. So, what they will do... Is they will match you with other players who are also sniping, but who have also purchased skins for snipers, right? So you might get into a lobby where there's three or four players on the other team who are using a particular sniper that is in the store at that time to convince you to go to the store and spend your hard-earned dollars... On this weapon skin. Thinking that there's something to it. And it'll make you a better sniper.
0: Hmm. Um,
1: This of course is bullshit. You can't beat. Just straight practice. And skill. And just grinding through it. And learning how to get better. But it makes Activision money. That's what we know. Um, Yeah. That's that's the theory behind it. And I think that I've started to see it.
0: Implemented in Cold War that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And so what is skill ma- I mean you're you're the better player here what about mm-hmm. skill skill based matchmaking for you?
1: Um I think skill based matchmaking is important. I think it needs to be in the game. I think they need to turn it down a little fucking bit. <laughs> like <laughs> I understand that I am level 203. I get it. I know that that's high and I should be placed with other play- people who play a lot. That being said, when I get into a lobby and everyone in the lobby is at least level 200 or higher, I'm upset. Because, <laughs> like, they have a league play mode now. So if I want that, why would i just not go to the league play mode like mm. i've had a hard day at work i'm coming home and i i want to relax and i want to curb stomp some noobs and they've they've taken that away from me
0: i think that that's the thing though is like it's not they're taking that away from you it's they're protecting the noobs fuck the noobs they're, they're saving that i was. i'm a noob and you're getting better quickly. You know? Like. Yeah, by playing with other noobs. <laughs> and then eventually. Because whenever I play with you, I get curb stomped. That's fair.
1: Yeah. My games are so much easier when you're hosting. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> My games are a lot easier when I make you host. That's why yeah, I'm I sure you host.
0: don't, you don't get as many best plays when you are playing solo as when you do with no. me. Yeah. Cause, it, I, Cause at this point he's just trying to whip out his dick on the table and just be like, yeah, another best play. Or I'm going to say, <laughs> oh, was so good. Just rubbing his nipples
1: yeah <laughs> um but those are my feelings it's important it needs to be there activision Treyarch, raven whatever company is in charge of the skill-based matchmaking can you please just dial it back a little bit yeah, a little they're bit
0: they're listening yeah, right now they're,
1: no they don't give a fuck about us
0: <laughs> uh then what's There's no point of the leveling system after 55. Proceeding is garbage.
1: All it means is that you play the game a lot.
0: Yeah. That's it. Do you remember? I can't remember which one it was. It may not have even been Call of Duty. It may have been like uh, Battlefield, but... uh, what uh, what game was it that when you got to max prestige or max level, you got an Xbox achievement called Go Get Some Sun, and it was for zero points, but you still got the achievement. It was in zero gamer points, and it <laughs> just said, no you, you've maxed out, go outside and get some fresh air. <laughs> go outside, and, uh,
1: you fucking nerd. <laughs>
0: I'm just like, what a <laughs> slap in the face.
1: <laughs> wow, that's intense. Yeah, that's fucking rude.
0: That's <laughs> one of my favorites.
1: But yeah, Level doesn't mean anything. It doesn't necessarily even mean that you're good. It just means that you play a lot.
0: I mean, yeah, we see the level 1,000 that was terrible before.
1: Yeah, yeah. It just means that you play a lot. It doesn't mean anything other than that.
0: For sure. I mean, I've
1: been curb stomped by level 50s. It doesn't matter.
0: Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I could probably curb stomp you once.
1: Yeah, okay. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. you in the chat or the comment section who would win a 1v1 and don't be honest (laughs) Uh,
1: oh man
0: well this is a good place to wrap it up i Uh, think this
1: is a great place to wrap it up um do you want to drop your social
0: uh yeah my social security number is (laughs) seven uh no uh so we occasionally not as much lately, but we'll we'll hopefully get back into it. We live stream video games every now and again uh I am the sticky bomb you can follow me at the sticky bomb um and then uh go ahead and, and you can find me on Twitch. I will link it in the description below as well as our twitter at uh a video game podcast uh and go ahead, Jordan
1: yeah um I go by the captain redbeard 96 you can find me on facebook gaming i know i know but i figured i would give it give it a try it's something new but yeah so if you like facebook and you're on there facebook gaming um i do have a captain redbeard twitter but i never really look at that shit i'm not gonna lie
0: yeah twitter's (laughs) gonna be the best way to reach out to us i'm the one managing the twitter uh, but we'll put that down in the description. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, share this with your friends—all that repetitious stuff that you hear from everyone else. Um, and uh, yeah, thanks for thanks for listening, oh, wait, guys.
1: Wait, 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 wait. Oh. Guys, 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 guys. Let us know what games you want us to talk about. Yes. Are there if there's any major ones that you really want to hear an episode on? Put it in the comments, and we'll do our best. You know, we'll see which ones really stick out, and we'll we'll do a podcast on them.
0: Yeah, tune in next week where we're going to talk about an RPG. I won't give away any any spoilers, but I'm pretty sure it's by Bethesda and has like seven re releases that it did.
1: Does it Does it sound like Rim Job?
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Next week for a sick rim job.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. All right.
0: Bye, everyone. Peace out.